The following is a presentation of the Black Hollywood Live Network, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California, streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is Black Hollywood Live. Geek Nerd Tech. Featuring a weekly roundup of tech news and gossip. Black Hollywood Live. Hollywood redefined. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host of Black Hollywood Live, Geek Nerd Tech. Yes. 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 Welcome to Geek Nerd Tech. The show we break down nerd culture and tech news from a black and brown geek perspective. Yeah. My name's Joe Braswell, joined by Mr. Akili Shine. Shine. <laughs> Shine. Yeah, man. How are you? I'm shining. Shining? You know what I'm saying? Just uh, hanging on, man. I'm hanging on. Hey, hanging on. You do, you, you're going to make it. I'm running on fumes, man. There, there's light at the end of the tunnel. Yes. It's a long tunnel. <laughs> yeah, it's a long tunnel. There's light. Way down there. How you doing? I'm good. Yeah. yeah, I'm 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 feeling good. feeling enthused. Um, we have some cool tech stories to talk about and some pop culture stuff. Uh, you, but you have not seen any movies, though, right? You're I still have. behind. What'd you see? I've seen Jurassic. Okay. Um, uh, what else do we have? That's, a, that, that, that's it. That's it. That's all that's I've right. seen. Okay. I mean, that's, that's, notable, that's notable. You know? Okay. All right. Well, let's, 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 let's jump into this. I want to talk about, um, Uber, the $40 billion, um, uh, company, company, yeah, yeah. <laughs> giant of Uber <laughs> that is taking over the world and growing and still like no real capitalist growth. The two main areas that Uber has been having a problem with are Las Vegas and New York City. Yeah. For obvious reasons, because those two cities, I mean, well, especially Las Vegas, the, the entire ecosystem is based on cabs. Like, right. you know, hotels depend on cabs, cabs in the hotels, taxi stand, you know, the, the idea of like, you can't like call an Uber from a hotel, have an Uber come out. It's just, it's not built for that. Right. So, um, so they had trouble in Vegas trying to figure that out. New York, same thing. The whole e- ecosystem in New York sort of built on cabs. And, um, so they were kind of trying to find Uber as not, in addition to the fact that there's a very strong union, very strong unions yeah, in the long know, history, long history. So the idea of these, of Uber, these, these Silicon Valley guys coming into the Big Apple yeah. and taking all these guys' jobs is, is troublesome. Troublesome. But, uh, Mayor, uh, uh, de Blasio. Oh wait, no, I'm sorry, not de Blasio. Is it Governor de Blasio? Sorry. <laughs> no, no, Mayor de Blasio, Bill de Blasio, uh, said that he's gonna, uh, do a four month study to make sure and see how Uber's impact cars in the environment. Yeah. They, they, they've said before, look, we'll let you in, but unlimited, we're gonna limit what you can do here. Right. Um, and it was kind of under the fog of, you know, he's getting pressure from the ta- tax cabs union. Um, yeah, I think this, I mean, well, I'll tell you my, my thoughts well, on it. Well, let me just say, like, there, there are 13,000 cabs in, uh, in New York City currently. Right. There are 25,000 Uber, they wanted, cars that they want to dispatch. So, right. that, that, so what the, so the argument is, it's gonna be, it's gonna, it's gonna add to congestion, yeah. it's gonna, it's gonna be horrible for the city that's already congested, I think it's a lot of bull-ish, I think it's just the union's trying to push Uber out, what do you think? Of course, I, th- I think it's about, you know, old, old infrastructure versus new infrastructure, and we talk about, you know, traffic, that's a New York problem regardless. Right. So, the congestion is a part of any urban landscape. And I think, I, actually, the study will prove that Uber probably makes it better for traffic in this, it, versus, you know, the traditional, you know, taxi cab. And what they're arguing is that they'll never have more than 2,000 Ubers, um, I guess, in, in transit 
during like the rush hour um, times of traffic. So suggesting that you know it's not really contributing to the congestion is actually making it easier, but it's also adding jobs, adding op- economic opportunities for those that may not have been able to go the taxi route. So I mean, I I, I love Uber. I love the concept. I think it's an awesome company. Wherever I travel, I use it. I've used it in New York. I didn't use a taxi cab in New York. I used Uber straight from the airport. Like I think it's going to win the the long war. So oh, I mean, you don't think so? Uh, I I I I do think I think I guess I do think it will get win the long war. Um, I do use Uber. It's interesting in New York. I, mean, I use Uber in New York. You know, they give you the option because they, they made a deal with the with in New York City tab cabs. Yeah. So you give the option of cab Uber or cab, Uber. Right. Um, but. I don't know. I just feel like for me, like the idea of like waiting on that Uber sometimes in 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 New York, as opposed to just going to the corner and flagging down a cab, hey, keeping it, it moving. It was it was quick for me. Okay, because I, I mean, I did, we did use it once, I used it twice, and it was okay. Yeah, but you know, the only I will say that I I I ordered an Uber in the Bronx, and the dude hit me up. Was like, "Yo, who is this? Like, yeah. where are you going?" I told him I was going. I was going somewhere else in the Bronx. He was like. Oh, I can't drive you there. Yeah. So that was one thing that was like, that's never happened before. So you got some, some, some dude from the boogie down. Was <laughs> yeah, like, I'm not Who? going to that part. Nah, <laughs> hell no. Nah. I go there. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's funny because that's very much like the cab driver situation. You get in the cab. They're like, where are you going? Right. You going uptown? I'm not going uptown. Right. <laughs> you know, I was like, well, so. and you know, it's hard. It's still hard for a brother to catch a, catch a cab though in New York. I know. Like, let Chris Rock tell it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did with a, in a, what's that movie called? Um, um, uh, top five. Top five. Yeah. Yes. We see what happened to him. All right, so moving on, we'll see. I'm, it's, I'm interested to see how this plays out. Uh, you know, Uber's unstoppable. To answer your question, Uber's, yeah. Uber's ubiquitous, not going anywhere. Um, let's move on to uh, this 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 uh, video posted on Wire that's making a lot of news. Um, these hackers uh, told, figured out a way to sort of hack into some GM cars, specifically the Jeep, uh, the Jeep Cherokee, and hack into it and remotely take it over. Yeah, in, in, in every way they could start it. They could take a change the radio. They but could do every kind of stuff. Everything, everything from the windshield wipers to the brakes right. to even the seatbelt, the music that you're listening to. That is on some crazy uh, like Mission Impossible. Oh yeah, ish right there. It's a weapon. It's definitely it's definitely can become weaponized. And I, I think to drive you into a ditch. Yeah, yeah. Or 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 to shut down transportation. Period. Yeah. Like hey, cr- create like a. Like a, 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 a create traffic, you know what I'm saying, or whatever. Yeah. I think um, with like the cyber terrorism terrorism advocacy, I feel like these black hats that were able to do this. I think it's great that they're able to flush out these 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 bugs and holes with the with the software, because I mean there might be someone, there might be some form of terror terror terrorist group or some crazy person that actually wants to, to use it as a weapon. So right. for them to put it on people's radar, even if it means losing money for these car companies, yeah. I'm, I'm with that. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, that's that's crazy. You're you're whipping, and all of a sudden you go 100 miles per hour. You can't control it. Yeah, that's crazy. Nah, no, no, thank you. Because because it, it may be whether they're targeting you or it could be people just goofing around. Yeah. You know, hey, let's see, let's see what this car. Sean, Keely, Sean, who's he? Who cares? You know? <laughs> Slam on the brakes. Uh, I mean, but Man. yeah, forty, um, almost a half a million uh, hackable automobiles. Uh, four 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 hundred thousand seven hundred seventy-one. That's a lot of a lot of potential things that could happen. That can that go wrong. Very very scary. Very, Super very scary. scary. Um, I want to um, uh, <laughs> move on to uh, a site. The uh, Ashley Madison, which I don't know if you're familiar with Keeley. 
<laughs> but uh, Ash Street Madison is a, is, a, is a site that is used by some people uh-huh. to to hook up with other married pe- people who, uh-huh. who are in relationships. Yeah. So the idea is you're in a relationship. Uh, the, the girl or the, or the males in a relationship, let's you're, you're looking for people exclusively in these relationships for you know for some sex. Yeah, it's like Tinder, like like your favorite site, right? This is no, <laughs> but this is very this is very specific in like you know the, yeah, yeah. their clientele. Now, Alex Madison is a big believe it or not, and the whole thing is like their whole the whole tagline is life is short, have an affair. Right, like it's very specifically like look, no, it's it's blatantly specific. yeah, like yeah. we want if you, you want to have an affair, yeah, this come is the to place us. to be exactly you know. Um, so that's all great. It's, it's, it's done great. I mean, for them, they, they've they've done a lot of uh, a lot of revenue. But Absolutely. they they were they were hacked. Yeah. And which is which is your worst nightmare if you're if you're if you're cheating on your wife or girlfriend. And the way you get caught is because some black hat was able to I mean, <laughs> infiltrate their, the their Ashley Madison hack is terrible. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, this is sort of speaks into in, in, in cybersecurity. Uh, it really is an interesting thing about um, just sort of like. Uh, just, just, just in terms of like, and in, for, in terms of what they found, whose information they found, um, the whole article is in Rolling Stones about what it means for cybersecurity in general. Um, I don't, I never thought of Ashley Madison as being the most secure site in the world. It almost is like be here at your own risk if you're willing to be on that site. And this is why I can never be on those sites. I can never do that <laughs> in general. I just, I just, <laughs> because if, I, if I'm, if, let's just say I'm on there. First of all, I'm, anyway, if, if I'm on there, and how do you know, like? Somebody else going to see you. Like, you don't. You don't know. Like you, uh, I mean, in fact, you do know. This is Uncle someone, Charlie. You do what you doing, Ashley Madison? You do know that someone's going to see you, and that's exactly. the point. Like we 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 are in a digital world. Everything is zeros and ones. Everything is information based, and like we all have some type of um, commitment to our devices, and we are constantly hourly ingesting information into those devices. Even if it's we talked about this before with the spot the the Spotify thing or the. Right. The kidnapper was using Spotify and they're able to find them because of, you know, because of their, their information trail. So I, right. I feel like, like no, there's no company is secure. There will always be some person that will be able to break, break down whatever infrastructure you build to prevent people from coming in. And so you're putting information out there that's either criminal or morally wrong, like immoral. Like, hey, you, I mean, you have to think of that because it's, it's more probable than not that someone is looking at it, selling it, marketing it, something. Right. So yeah, that's my take. All right. Well, I, I, I agree. Uh, it, it, it's, um, it's a scary world we live in. Like I say, it makes you want to minimize, you know, what, but I, I, it's unavoidable. I feel like it, right. for me, it just feels like we, at a certain point we we're giving away so much trust to corporations and, and terms of service and all those other things. And we have no idea, no, no idea, idea. Like if we're, I mean, everything from Apple pay to my fingerprint on here to you have no idea where stuff. that's going, no idea. So, um, I don't know. And it, no, no matter what, Whoever says, "Hey, it's yeah. secure," you man, that's that's not can secure. Get my, my freak together on Ashley Madison. There's nothing sacred. You better take it to the boulevard. There's nothing sacred. Okay, moving on. Um, Stephen Hawking. Uh, the, That's my the, boy. Yeah, man. The Hawk. Have you, have you seen The Theory of Everything? <laughs> I have seen The Theory okay. of Everything. It's right. a, I think it's a very beautiful movie and a, and a, and a wonderful performance okay. by uh, my man, what's his name? Yeah. <laughs> Precisely. Uh, Eddie Redmayne. But, like, yeah. Uh, but but he, Hawking, who's still kicking, 
is teaming up with this Russian billionaire to put a hundred million dollars in, in, in um, to search for aliens. Yeah. Now, it's awesome. It sounds ridiculous, but it's kind of cool. I don't think it sounds ridiculous. Well, it just sounds like I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a millionaire. I'm a billionaire. I'm gonna throw, I'm gonna throw a hundred million to find aliens. This is how this is how this stuff happens, right? I mean, I, I feel like humanity has always had, you know, a thirst for. Um, adventure and discovery and pioneering the the new whatever the new frontier is and so i feel like hey if you got the capital to be able to look into space and to look into space for life because and also it's kind of like a it's kind of kind of like a mindset because a lot of people might think that you know human life form is like the highest form of intellectual um life life there is versus hey versus the theory that there's other life forms out there and to be able to search through them in different hundreds of different galaxies or hundreds of different planets hundreds of millions of different stars and, and planets i think it's awesome to be able to say hey this planet has a great potential for life and then to be able to to track you know if, if it's radio frequencies or whatever right. some form of communication that'll, that'll change that'll change how we view humanity on this planet right. you know what i'm saying the interesting, what's interesting is that it reminds me, I don't know if you, do you remember, I think it's the 1998, 99, I think it was then, uh, maybe it was later, the Contact, the Bob Zemeckis movie yeah. with um, Matthew McConaughey and Jodie Foster. The irony there is that the whole movie is about sort of reaching out and making contact right. and spending money. And in that movie, right. uh, once she's once she's actually, her project is, is, is messed up, she is re- She's refunded by a Stephen Hawking type character. This guy, right. I forget his name, but the character was basically supposed to be Stephen Hawking. He's an eccentric billionaire. He was a super genius. Mm-hmm. He was uh, he was flying in a plane, you know, and that never landed because he liked to be in the, you know in the air the whole time. So it's kind of funny. This is sort of art imitating life, yeah. and that the real Stephen Hawking is actually searching for life. So I think it's kind of cool. I think in the course of our humanity, we've always asked the question: Are we are we alone in, in the universe? And so I think it's it's every it's every kid's wish to be able able to figure that out right so a person that has long pockets you're able to use these high-powered telescopes to be able to figure that out i think it's awesome right uh i want to talk about black twitter talk about a tweet tweet (laughs) (laughs) black twitter i mean i mean it's you know this is this is something that's been been written about every now and then uh they had the notion of black uh, black black twitter um talking about basically uh the 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 amount of basically the the social media power that we have as black folks and uh, the I'm on top of this for this first the, the article that was, that was before talking about the power of black Twitter talking about how um, basically how when an event occurs the activity that we the, what what we how how we talk about an activity we we use around that event far exceeds the event itself and more so than. I don't want to say white Twitter or whatever else, but more so than anything else. I guess it's really the power of black folks on social media. Well, I think it's the, the power of black folks, period. Like, we're, we, we, we are innovators and, and culturalists. Like, you look at, look at music, look at, look at any forms of, of entertainment. We're at the forefront of, of being inventive. And I think it's, I think black Americans, African Americans have a, a unique positioning in the world because of our history in this country with slavery and, and forced to be inventive for survival. Right. So having, having that, that energy, hey, I'm gonna create something, I'm gonna make something so that I can survive, and I'm, I'm gonna put my style into it, my soul into it, and make it cool, and then that being co-opted and bought and then be, being mainstream, that's something that's always happened. So, with, with black Twitter, if someone say something, creates a hashtag or says something that's real slick and it then becomes mainstream or popularized, that doesn't surprise me. But I, I think it's cool that when you look at it historically, 
But we've always had to fight to have a voice in the media. And I think with technology now, because of social media, we have more of a, we have more of a voice because there's no limitations to it other than whether or not people see it or not, you know? Right. And so I think with black Twitter, quote unquote, we're able to express ourselves and have a diverse, um, a diverse cadre of, of, um, point, points of view. And people people receive it outside of the black community. I mean, just think of some of the hashtags like lately that that. Well, first of all, this, this came up the notion that the LA Times has hired a reporter to cover uh, black Twitter exclusively, right. which, is, which is kind of interesting, kind of cool. But like, I mean, amongst some of our most powerful social change and and and, and non social change hashtags have come out of uh, have come have come from us, including obviously. Um, uh, obviously, Black Lives Matter. Hashtag right. I can't breathe. Mm-hmm. If they gun me down, Hands up, don't shoot. Uh, yep, uh, Lebroning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tweet like Jaden Smith. Uh, but that's none of my business. I mean, these, these are stuff that like really had a huge impact culturally. Of course, that came that, that came out of you know the the, the black folks. So it's it, it's interesting what you say, like how we've had a history sort of being out in front culturally, and that's still the case even in a. Um, even in a world where we're not often, as we talk about in this show, we're not often invited to participate in, in terms of the tech world. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I think it's, I think it's crazy to think that, you know, 200 plus years ago, it was illegal for black people to read and write. You know what I'm saying? Black coats prevented us to even have access to books. And so we had to do that in secret. And then, and then, you know, fast forwarding to then the, us free blacks who were, had, had enough common, common sense and, 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 uh, economic power to have our own newspapers mm-hmm. and have those newspapers, you know, um, hit with hit with terrorism. Have those newspapers burnt or those those the the news houses burnt down. And so now fast forward to now, like we have Twitter where we're able to express ourselves so freely. I think that's amazing. And and to be able to use to use this system more effectively, I think that's the future. Like how can we how can we how can we talk about issues in the black community with these tools and, and really have some resonant value um, beyond like traditional media like a newspaper or, right. or news or whatever. Cool. That's my, my those, are, those are my takes. Those are great takes, and I got nothing else but uh, but but that. I want to uh, move on to your favorite movie of the summer. Jurassic World has become the number three movie of all time. I honestly don't see how that's possible. I honestly all don't see it. Time. It's crazy. I don't get it. Help me understand it. Well, I mean, you, wait. Are you saying you don't get it because the movie was just okay? Are Precisely. You, oh yeah, it has nothing to do with the, the quality of the movie. It's just has to do with the, the power of that franchise. But dog, like all time, the first, the two that are, that are that are above that are good movies. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. It's just it's just a part of that franchise, and it's so weird because that franchise was dead, dead in the water man. after three, and we're talking years ago, and this reboot comes out. Blah, blah. It's it's just the, the power of the franchise, the power of dinosaurs. They've already greenlit Jurassic Park, you know, uh, the Jurassic World too, because it's a whole new. This is a whole new franchise. It's not Jurassic Park. It's not Jurassic Park Five. It's right. Jurassic World Two. Right. So they've always they've already greenlit Jurassic World Two. Um, I mean, and why would they have to? You know what? Seeing that uh, seeing that release date already for Jurassic World Two. Yes. It's what November? No, it's July twenty eighteen, I believe, or twenty seventeen. Twenty eighteen. Yeah. It just makes me so worried because this script was not even very good. Precisely. So yeah. they're already giving themselves a timeline that they have to be like, go with the first or second script. And they're like, all right, we're good. Let's start filming. Well, this is, this is an increasing problem with, with, with in, in the big studio, big temple box office world is that that real estate is very valuable. So you have to like the you sooner, capitalize. The sooner yeah. you can 
plant that tent pole flag, if you will, to to, to use the turn of phrase, if you can plant that tent pole and get that date, then that means it kind of becomes radioactive for other dates. You saw this happen this year when, you know, uh, Star Wars. Star Wars was announced and they got pushed and people don't want to have released dates around other movies. So the the studios now are like, they they announce the release date and like, okay guys, go make it happen. Exactly. And it's just kind of a weird sort of studio move and it doesn't do much for creativity nah. sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't i mean this happened most most notably with fast uh six, six or fast yes. seven what, Se- what are we on right now well seven just came out okay so yeah. this happened with fast seven yeah. so fast after after fast six dropped universal was like cool we have another one in two years <laughs> 18 months a new one and like justin was like what i can't do that I gotta do True Detective. I've been doing some other stuff. He's like, right. oh, sorry, we'll find someone else. Damn. You know, and The Rock's like, I can't do it. He's like, oh, we'll, we'll figure it out. And right. then, so, uh, they, they made it happen, but, uh, and The Rock was only in it for a couple minutes, but, right. <laughs> uh, it's just, this is the kind of problems you have. Hey, anyway. I'm, I'm amazed by that stat, though. I, I can't fathom how, I mean, just, just like you said, off, off the narrative, the script writing, the, the storytelling, I just felt it was like, whatever. It wasn't like, such an amazing film to to reach to the third of all time list. I mean, you know, and one point five billion. I mean, it's still it's still not even close. It's still to, climbing. It's still climbing. But I mean, you know, look, you, you still it's not even close to uh to Titanic's two point one eight billion, right? Or Avatar's two point seven billion, right? So, uh, but whatever, you know. Hey. James Cameron still hold it down in one and two. He's not worried. Man. Whatever James Cameron's third next movie is, we'll, I'm sure will be number one, two, or three. So I had a little thing to say. Yeah, I have. The, I hold the record for the I got like top five, two. Five yeah. Bs <laughs> off of two films. <laughs> off of two, two films. I'm going to go build submarines. <laughs> See you later. All right. Uh, next. Oh, this is, this is not our stand. So Sony, <laughs> Sony was the bidding war for the first movie about emoji. Now... I guess I, I I I guess this this one's this one's kind of a, a head scratcher to me, and, but until you start thinking about what Lego Movie did and what and how how few and far between these uh, recognizable uh, properties and icon and icons are, I, I don't know if this is going to be just a movie based on what you see in this emoji world, bringing these things to life. Right. Uh, I have no idea, but you know. Hey, I think it's cool. I mean, they're about they're about to you know do pic- they're about to drop pixels or is pixels already out? No. Yeah, it's out. All right, so Pixels is out. I mean, it's kind of along those same lines, like you said, using iconic things or things that you know we all we all participate in somehow. Yeah, and bringing it to life. Like, I think it'll be super fun. Right, it'll be super comical. Hmm. Well, um, this is weird. Uh, I don't watch Arrow, so I, I need my boy Eric in here on this one. But Arrow just uh, uh, just cast Jimmy Akinbola as a Nazi supervillain. <laughs> and uh, you know Jimmy Akinbola is. I can't stand you, dog. By how you be running these names. <laughs> what? I mean, go ahead. You doing it? You doing it? Akinbola. <laughs> Akin Akinbola. Do it. Uh, the thing about my man Jimmy is not a Nazi looking guy. Not at all. Not a Nazi. Never, so, never met a black Nazi before. Uh, a lot, a lot, of, lots been said about sort of like you know diverse diversity <laughs> diversity casting. So I got it, but. I mean, you know, uh, Baron Blitzkrieg and, and, and <laughs> Baron Blitzkrieg. This I'm, 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 this I'm not quite understanding, but I don't know. I really don't know about the Arrow, enough about the Arrow universe, even as a DC guy, and certainly not enough about the TV show to understand. But uh, you know, hey, man. yeah, man. Have you seen the Key and Peele sketch of them when they're, when they're black Nazis? Have you seen that one? Yes. Okay. Yes. So I, I guess it's, I guess it's, it's possible. I, 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 I mean, if they're gonna, yeah, Blitzkrieg, Baron Blitzkrieg. <laughs> 
Anyway, wow. uh, something more exciting for me is the new James Bond trailer came out for Spectre. Have you, have you peeped it? Um, I have not seen it. No, man. I two words. Roger Deakins, Roger Deakins, cinematographer who killed the game on um on uh, Skyfall, is uh, every, every shot I see in this trailer, I'm like Deakins, he's killing it. Deakins, like he he alone makes me. I mean, he's like the star of this movie for me. Wow. He was he was the star of uh of Skyfall because there's just beautiful, ridiculous images in Skyfall for sure. And um, I mean, just just so many over and over again. If you, Skyfall is one of those movies you can do, you can watch on, on 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 mute and put some music on and just watch those images. Wow, the cinematography is insane. Off the Richters. I'm already in the trailer. I'm like just whatever. I'm like whatever these setups are because they're giving you the diversity in setups, right? Of course. So like, what is that setup? What where are they there? Right. What's going on there? Like mm. he's just killing the game. But uh, I'm very excited. Um, we see Spectre, the old, the old Spectre from the old James Bond, you know, stuff's coming back. Uh, you know, Money Penny's back. Bond is back. Ralph Fiennes is back as M. So, um, yeah, we, we kind of got into this new, uh, new thing. Naomi Harris is back as, uh, Money Penny. Yeah. So, yeah, oh, they got, and they got that kid, uh, Ben Whitshaw's Q, which I kind of like too. Right. So we'll see. I'm really excited about it. Gotta, yeah. pe- gotta peep the trailer. It's, it's a thumbs up. It's, it's, Without it's, peeping the trailer, uh, you're giving a thumbs up already. Yeah. Well, that, that's this is one of the things that came out of the Sony hack too. That this this was troubled. Hmm. Really? Yeah. That, that, that you know, there's rumors that you know it wasn't that good, and no one's they're, they're having trouble with the script, and trouble with this, and trouble with that. But again, I don't see how that's possible. I don't either. Because I don't know, but you know, what do I know? Um, where else? Where are we? Oh, I'm way down Pixels. here. Pixels. Pixels uh, came out. And people say that it was the best Adam Sandler movie in years, which of course is not saying much because uh, the reviews are quite bad. Yeah, um, I'm. I don't know. I'm out. Man, I, that surprises me because months ago we were both in. Like when we watched the trailer, that yeah. shit, that shit was funny. Yeah, I mean it's it's got 18 percent of Rotten Tomatoes. <sighs> I mean, like just I, I just let me just read this blurb from Rotten Tomatoes, That's bad. which is which is which is really unkind. The blurb on Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> when you, when you when you when you do a rollover on Pixels, it's 18 percent and it says, um, wrong movie. It says, come on. There it is. Uh, much like the worst arcade games from the era that inspired it, Pixels has little replay value and is hardly worth a quarter. Oof. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's shots fired. That's shots fired at Pixels. So yeah, eighteen percent. And even the audience didn't really like it. Only fifty percent of like. So I, I got no much to say. I was I was kind of excited about it. Now I don't know if I'll see it. Yeah, uh, that, that, that's what I got on that. Um, moving on, um, Xbox One. We talk about Xbox One all the time. We both have Xbox One. Sure the, do. The, the, the hot thing uh, that, that, that's coming is the keyboard and the mouse, which hopefully will change the game. You know, I, the one thing I, I do is I, I use my iPad and my um, whatever this thing is, my, my app, and I can type right. from there. Same thing on Apple. I can do it on Apple, um, on Apple TV. Right. You can actually type in yeah. stuff after your searches, which is a lot better. But it would be great to have a keyboard. But my thing is, I don't want a dedicated keyboard. I want a, I want something that's integrated. I don't know. I'm, I think having having another piece of hardware to where are you gonna put that? Exactly. I got fifteen remotes. Hey, hold on. Let me get the keyboard out. Yeah, no, no. Hold I, I don't see that as a good look. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to figure out like how Xbox, you know, being such an innovative company, 
is thinking that this is a well, good Well, there's idea. so many ways for you to control Xbox One. You can control it through, you know, a minority report style. You of can course. do voice. You can do all this other way. Like, you can you can do your controller. Right. So you can already control everything through multiple uh, sources. So, But some people really, you know, want the mouse. <sighs> they want the keyboard. Okay. So anyway, I'm, not, I, I, I'm with you. I will not be using the mouse or the keyboard, but it's cool, you know. Um, and then uh, last but not least... Um. Oh, where am I? Star Wars. Star Wars. Indeed, yes. it is. Yes. Um. Last but not least, I can't even get the story going on. Um. I don't know what what just happened to my own thing. Anyway, uh, the Star Star Wars has some uh, major or the the Kotar. Yeah. Two. Two. What? I don't even know what that is. I got that in the whip. Do you? <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. The internet just took a dump, so I have no idea what it is. Well, you know, I'm not too heavy in the video game world, but uh, so yeah, I can't I can't really help you out on that one today, brother. Okay, well, uh, I did play Battlefront at, at, at E3. Yeah, and Battlefront is, was looking sick. Is beyond, yeah. beyond, 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 beyond. Like the combination of the sound effects and the the visuals, and it looks clean as heck. And the environments and what you can do in that film with the X wings and then and everything else is probably it fully realizes the dream of what we wanted Star Wars movies to be. So right. I'm very happy about that. You also got a lightsaber on your ass too. I did get a lightsaber at E3. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we had a lot of lightsaber battle. Uh, you can check that out at, uh, is that, is that check outable yet? Not yet. Okay. Well. It's only, it's only check outable on Instagram. On Instagram, okay. <laughs> check outable soon. <laughs> We're as intellectual as you. Exactly. <laughs> Step your game up. Yes. Uh, I think that's it. I got nothing else. Man, I mean, I'll, I'll run you one. Did you hear about the, uh, it's kind of what we were talking about earlier about black Twitter, social media. Mm-hmm. But did you hear about, you know, Instagram taking down, um, um, oh my god, now I'm drawing a blank. Taking down, taking down some of those posts for, uh, oh my goodness, for the, for like a lot of the Sandy post, Instagram was taking them down. Like you would search for, you would search for her name and there would be no post. It would show that, you know, it would show a number of people that have posted it, but it would show no pictures. Why? Yeah, precisely. That's, that's weird. I know that. Okay. Huh. Well, yeah, I, I was just seeing what your take was on that, but maybe we could do, we could cover that next week. Knights of the Old Republic is what the coder is what that's for. Okay. Knights of the Old Republic 1, which I like. That's a little Republic 2 is coming. That's what I'm talking about. Gotcha. Uh, if we talk about that more next week, I, I, I would like to believe that Instagram is one of the good ones. Well, you, but they, you they, are, but they are owned by, by Facebook. Facebook. Exactly. Right. So uh, I don't know. All right. Hey, well, there it is. There it I'm is. surprised y'all ain't talking about the new planet they found. Planet <laughs> Kepler four five two B. Yeah, that, that's that's my homies is from that planet. Yeah, you know, <laughs> from the block and we're at Kepler. <laughs> I actually, I, I didn't know the story. Uh, let me. What, 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 what tell you? Enlighting, enlighting. I don't know us? how you can be on the internet and not know about this story. Yes. Uh, NASA found a new Kepler planet, which is basically these planets that are within the habitable zone of their sun, uh-huh. as well as their atmosphere is made up of components yeah, and it's very planet. Earth-like. Yeah, so they found one that's. Literally 1.5 times the size of Earth. Yep. And its year is only 10 days longer than Earth's. Right. And it's right inside the habitable zone, and it's 6 billion years old, just like our, or we're about 4.5, or right? Exactly. Right. It's very similar. Yeah. So oh, it's only 1,400 right light years away. And that's the thing with, with that technology is that they look for, 
they look for for planets in that zone because of the the, the temperature of the of the of the starlight, the sunlight. Because if it's closer, if it's closer in a different zone, there's the, obviously no potential for water, and if it's too far, that, there's no potential for water. So it's like right in the zone where where water actually can 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 be can coexist with with, and then obviously life could coexist. So that's the right. whole point. And they found one. I, I see. So. I see pictures from Kepler Kepler four five two b. What the hell is wrong with me? I didn't know. Thanks, Stephen Lemieux. And then the fact that Pluto has tectonic tectonic activity. Right. Yes. Which is insane. That is insane. Wow. Stephen Lemieux coming with the with the uh, the astro- the astrological no astro- astronomical uh, astronomical <laughs> astronomical knowledge. I'm a Gemini, so I talk about planets. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> astrological. I can't see. I can't see. I can't see, I can't see anything. I have no nothing. Astrological. <laughs> All right, thank you. <laughs> Mercifully, let me bring in the music. Uh, wow. Geek Nerd Tech. Uh, Keely, where can the kids find you? Yeah, they can find me on Instagram and Twitter at AkiliShine, A-K-I-L-I-S-H-I-N-E. Where can the folks find you? You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Periscope at Joe K. Braswell. That's at Joe K. Braswell. Instagram doesn't shut me down. Um, we'll have some new stories for you next week. Thanks for joining Geek Nerd Tech. We'll see you soon. Bye. From producers Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire BHL crew, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us at info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I'm your BHL announcer, Scipio. Instagram me at Planet Scipio. Thank you for tuning in. Hollywood Redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.